What is up, people? It's your boy J-Rock literally in your ear. How are you doing this morning, this night? Everything depends on when you're listening to this thing. Welcome to J-Rock and Podcast. If you haven't heard me before, I want to thank you for listening. I want to hope that you are ready for a great conversation, because if you know me, I love to talk and the reason why I'm doing this. So... We are going to have a great conversation about a couple things today. We're going to talk about what I got going on in my basketball life, what's going on in wrestling and blockbuster wrestling. I'm going to have a guest today, my very first guest on here. Her name is Amber Thompson. She's a good friend of mine. I've been knowing her for a good couple years, and uh, she's been building herself over the last couple years, and she's got a good motivational um, talk today um, on here on J-Rock and the Podcast. And uh, what's going to be pretty cool, she's actually having an event this Sunday um, that she's going to talk to us about. And uh, I saw her on Facebook Live, um, and I saw her doing her thing, talking about this event. And I said, you know what? Um, first of all, I love that you're doing this because it's uh, you're motivating the community. You're motivating people to come and listen to a group. To uh, And it, this is, by the way, it's going to be all women there. And I want to let her explain this, but again, you know, um, I thought it was really cool. Something that I want to do one day, and she's taking that step. She's taking whatever she started to the next level, because this isn't something that just people just go and do. I'm sure she's built herself to that. And again, that's, you know, if you know me and you can follow me on Facebook, and I'm sure you got this, you're clicking on this because you saw it on Facebook, um, you know, this is how we should be motivating each other. This is what people should be using Facebook for. This is what people should be using social media for, to help other people out. And to get their stuff out, you know what I mean? Let their story be told. So it's going to be pretty cool, uh, to, again, to have my first guest on here. Uh, she's a great friend, like I said. We're going to talk about that, and we'll get that going. But before we get started, we got to hit up my sponsor. we got to hit up them sponsors up. And, of course, it's going to be our new Bronfels Hoop Masters. Again, we are a weekly local basketball training program who helps develop our youth and fundamentals and advanced players. For more information, look us up on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash nbhoopmasters. And um, we also got some great news, which is going to be something we're going to be talking about uh, pretty soon, is uh, my new Bronfels Hoopmasters program has joined a RISE program out of San Antonio. Uh, Marie Harris, a former uh, WNBA basketball player, uh, first-round draft pick for the San Antonio Silver Stars. Actually, guess she got drafted by another team, but then they turned, became the Silver Stars. Uh, she went to LSU, and uh, she's actually in the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame in LSU. So she did some work, people, and uh, it's going to be pretty cool to actually um, be side-by-side -side working with her now, now that we've collaborated our programs. And, uh, dude, that is such a blessing that we're going to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, Trevor, who's kind of actually the one that dragged me in, I used to work with him uh, with another basketball program, which... Um, that program let me go, which one day I will talk about that, but that program let me go. Um, I was having personal problems and apparently was showing, and I have no problem releasing more information on my podcast because this is what it's for. I'm going to be telling my stories of my life, uh, but that story is left for another thing. I met Trevor. He's seen all the work that I've been doing, so he hits me up one night and says, hey, man, this is what we got going. Um, I've only known Trevor for a little bit, but he's seen what I can do. And he trusted me, and he asked me to join them. Um, and we had that talk this past weekend on Sunday, Super Bowl day, Super Bowl weekend. That Sunday, we actually had that conversation and agreed to everything. And so now things are about to be popping, so it's going to be pretty cool, yo. Um, but without further ado, I am going to be calling our guest. We're going to bring her in. Let's talk conversation. Let's get this going on J-Rock and the Podcast. But uh, before I go, people... Um, and call her and get her into the conversation. Make sure that uh, you tell your friends about my podcast. Make sure you're going through, sharing it on my on Facebook where you're seeing it. Like I said, where you're clicking probably from. Um, make sure you like it here on Anchor. Get subscribed here on Anchor. And uh, keep it rolling. Get me some peeps in here. I want to get some people who will be listening to our podcast. But when I come back, we will be calling Miss Amber. 
Okay, peeps, and I am back, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and get our guest in here right now, Miss Amber, and we are literally giving her a shout, and let's get her up into the J-Rock Podcast. J-Rock. Hello? Miss Amber, how are we doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you? I am doing great. Um, I'm... We're going at it. We're getting into the J Rock and podcast. How's it feel to be the first guest? Very exciting. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so happy. No, it was great. I think it was like meant to be. Like the timing of of everything, which I'm gonna explain. Like how I even got to catch an onto your video, which was pretty cool. But um, the stuff that people know right now, it is 12 a.m. We are hustling right now. We are grinding. Um, I had a long day with basketball this week. And today we did, uh, we had two games in San Antonio. Now I'm home. I called Amber. Actually, she called me when she got out of work. And then she's telling me, hey, we're getting home. I'm driving back from San Antonio. Unexpected long night, which was really cool. But now we're here. We're here to talk. We have a conversation about what we got going on. And uh, so, Amber, what's really cool is I was telling them earlier in the intro that I've known you for a long time. I don't want to count up the years because it'll probably be scaring both of us. But about how many years <laughs> do you think uh, we've known each other now? Gosh, man. Um, you know what? Down. I would jump off and say probably going on like 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty Yeah, that's actually right. It like, runs right there in that area. Um, so it's like we, I would hang out with a buddy named Brandon and... Amber would hang out with Casey, correct? Yeah, yeah. 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 And Brandon and Casey are cousins. Correct. So yeah. we were the adopted family. <laughs> oh yeah, and I love, uh, I love that whole family. Like, they don't. Uh, that whole family means so much to me, and who like I am today because of how much they brought me into their lives, and it was such, um, it was such a blessing. Like, like I know I'm just getting started now with this, but so many people are going to be here. So many stories about that family growing up and it was awesome it was awesome so but yeah no that's crazy 15 years we've known each other through a great family yeah they're they're awesome people and they are you know they they were there for you no matter what yeah there's some some really cool people yeah do you still talk to casey now like i mean i'm sure you guys both got his own lives but i mean y'all keep it yeah life, life kind of separated us you know um but I see, you know, uh, about every couple of years we chat. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that's cool. It's crazy because, um, you know, you meet, you meet people through life, and next thing you know, they end up meet, having you meet other people, and some stick, some don't, and it's all about making that mark, so it's pretty cool. I actually hadn't seen Brandon in a good couple of years. I think the last time I seen him when, um, I think it was when one of the grand folks passed away, and that was the last time I'd seen him. And but I saw him at George's wedding, and uh, we kind of caught up, and that was pretty cool. Like I said, I think it's just so crazy. Like, you know, I'd see you around, say what's up, but I think, like, knowing from that, knowing from from their family, seeing him, and then now like running into you, it's it's like a huge coincidence. I don't know. I think it's crazy the way I think though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But anyway, um, that's pretty cool. So we learned, we we met each other back then. Um, what I wanted to talk about was like, you know, what you got going on and, uh, where you're going to be, um, doing this event. I was telling them about the event, uh, but what I want to get started with was, you know, born in, uh, New Braunfels, all that good stuff. Uh, just like people I tell y'all earlier, I told you in my first podcast, this app throws us off at the five minute mark. So, um, we're almost getting to that five minute mark. We got about 30 seconds. Uh, but like I said, Real quick, Amber, where did you graduate from, and um, were you born and raised here in New Braunfels? Well, I was not born um, in New Braunfels. Um, I was born, actually, in Portales, New Mexico, which is up in eastern New Mexico. And I got here around age 12, 13, and I graduated from Keating High School. You're a cougar. I'm, I'm going to do it to everybody in here. Canyon Cougars poked her boogers, so you get used to it, Canyon. People that come on my podcast, I used to always say that. So, hey, y'all, we're hitting that uh, five-minute five mark here. We're going to take a small break, and we actually might just jump straight into conversation. So give us a second. 
All right, people, so we're back into it. So, again, uh, Amber, you were candy cougar that pokes your boogers, and <laughs> what goes after that? Uh, well, so what did you think after high school? What were you kind of going? What were you motivated? What was going on? Well, after high school, I met um, a really awesome guy um, and actually got pregnant really young. I got pregnant when I was 19 and had my first child at 20. Um who made me the mommy that I wanted to be, um, sure. and the absolute love of my life, right? And, um, yeah, I got married, and gosh, it all happened so fast. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a great learning experience. For something sure. that helped mold me into the person I am today, for sure. Which we have to do, too. We have to learn from everything that we're going through in life so that we can better ourselves and not try our best not to make the same mistakes as well you know that's for sure yeah and that was Absolutely. uh so brian um and bbw he would go by so many names but i just so fondly remember adam zuko um what's really cool Amber's i have a lot of wrestling fans that are going to be listening to this can you just like give us a small explanation of what BBW was like back in the day? Like, were you were you with Brian when he was like wrestling and stuff? I was. I was with Brian during his wrestling years. Um, it was really exciting. Um, I remember he used to call me his blonde his blonde bombshell. It was really nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but yeah, um, he was he was all about it. And I remember he would do anything for BPW, like, that was his life. And he used to get such a rush out of the crowd and, and the mm -hmm. performance. And, and, I mean, he really was passionate about BBW. Um, in fact, I still talk to several people that were part of, part of it back then. I still talk to them today. So um, it's, it's definitely a camaraderie that, that a lot of people don't understand. But, you know... What we, as you know, I guess we're all in our mid thirties at this point. Yeah. Um, some are in their twenties, but um, yeah, it's 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 crazy well, because even from from all of that back then, like everybody still communicates now. Yeah, so yeah, that cool. friendship. Uh, what was the craziest thing that you saw him do in BBW? Do you remember? Oh my gosh! Like the craziest thing. Cut himself cut his head open <laughs> and I was like what are you doing why would you do that um, but he did it for his fans because he loved uh, it yeah. and um, he did he had a YouTube fan base um, people respected him um, in BBW and um, he loved it he absolutely loved yeah. it my fondest memory of him wrestling was he'd always come out in the um, Mexico flag around him and <laughs> He was, oh, dude, was so, like, I was one of his biggest fans. He was so awesome. He had no, he knew so many submissions. And then he, uh, I remember him being, like, in a death match where the ropes were nothing but barbed wire. I think he was, like, I think he fought Ricky in that one, like, behind the house on Water Lane. Oh, my God, these guys were crazy. So, I mean, that, see, this is what I love about it is some of the people that we'll bring on here will be able to talk about some of these memories of BBW. And, um, like, the new people that... Uh, like either it's talent or new fans wouldn't won't won't ever. I mean, I don't have any video. I don't have photos of much of that. So that's his memories that people will be able to talk about. So that's pretty cool. But um, so again, yeah, I know we're kind of segueing into BBW. But while I'm finishing up this minute, uh, remember guys, Blockbuster Wrestling is coming back on March 18th. Going, we are going to be at Conway's Live, and the show is actually going to be at 6 p.m. We're gonna. Open the doors at 5, and we're going to have a band uh, playing before. Uh, you can get meet some of the wrestlers, take some pictures, take some pictures with the belts. Uh, of course, yours truly is going to be uh, representing the new Broncos title. Going to be putting in a six-man uh, scramble match, which we'll be explaining uh, that as the weeks come closer. But we can uh, announce now that our BBW champion, Bandana Joe, will be fighting Rob Love for the... Uh, Blockbuster Wrestling Championship, so that's going to be a pretty exciting match, and again, that is at Conway's, and um, we're pretty excited, it's cool, we've been back, and we've kind of took a little hiatus, so that's going to be pretty cool, but uh, back to Amber, and uh, we will come straight to that now. 
Alrighty, so Amber, we uh done talking about the wrestling. Um, so where you okay, you had your first kiddo and you know, I'm sure you you got a couple more kiddos. How many more how many kids do you have how many kids do you have now? So I have four kids in total. Four kids. Um if you had ever asked if how many kids I was gonna have, it that would not have been my number. <laughs> <laughs> but you're blessed with them. Um, yeah, when I was surprised with my number four, I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? <laughs> um, but it turns out he's the absolute love of my life. Oh, um, sure. Yep. So I've been um I've been a single mom through through most of it. But um I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, I pride myself on, on being the the mom that I always wanted to have. So mm-hmm. um yeah, that's it's kinda where I stand with them that's pretty cool. being a mom. And now you get to motivate four kiddos and build them into being great people one day, just like yourself. I feel Amber is very nice. Every time I see you, you're always smiling. You're always uh, saying hello. You're always, you know, it's it was always great to be around you too. So I'm sure the kiddos are gonna you're gonna rub that off to the kiddos. So it's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be great to see them grow. Bryce, like I know he loved the wrestling and he's becoming a great athlete. Um, being around Bryce as he kind of grew, you know, seeing it here and there. Um, it's a pretty cool thing to see, and I'm sure we're going to be seeing your, little, your other little ones growing, so it's going to be pretty cool. But speaking about motivation, so tell us about what you got going on. I was I was literally going on a break at work, and I, go, I got on a Facebook real quick, because of course I have Active I Am on there, and talking with people. Um, I saw your, your video just kind of just popped up, and I'm like, I'm going to listen to Amber, see what she got going on. And all of a sudden, you're talking about this motivational thing you got going on this Sunday. If you're listening to this... Uh, today is uh, actually, well, it's past midnight, so it's February 9th, it's Friday. She's going to be doing this on February 11th, but I'm going to let her take it away. How, what started you into doing all this uh, event, which you're going to explain about? Well, oh gosh, that's a, a really loaded question. Um, I think most of all, um, you know, as, as I've gone through the years, at age 25, I kind of felt a little different after that birthday, you know, you kind of gain a maturity, and then at 30, you kind of gain another maturity, Um, but really what got me was, I would say, when I turned um, about 33, I took on a whole new motto um, in my life, um, as I've always, from, you know, my early 20s, even currently, um, I've always wanted to grow. You know, if I'm not doing something to grow my career or my place, the place that I live, the car that I drive, the, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing, like, I feel like it is my obligation to, to grow and to teach my children that you should always strive to get better. For sure, for sure. So, about 33, I took on a new motto and it was, um, this is me at 33. Um, at 33 years old... As a single mom, was the first time I ever looked in the mirror and saw my reflection and accepted myself for who I was and loved myself. Yeah, which is which is very important. And when you're, you know, getting to a point where, I mean, did you ever feel like you were going like downhill and you had to like push yourself to be motivated, or you always kind of were just again? I always saw that you were happy, but. Like, was that something that you if I like something just clicked? I mean, like you said, you saw yourself in the mirror, but like, there had has there always been a, the motivation been there? Or is that something that that kind of just popped up? No, <laughs> the motivation has not always been there. Um, my mom has um, my mother um, has battled mental illness um, for my whole life, and when I was younger, she would self medicate through drugs and alcohol. Um, so she was a perfect example of what I didn't want to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, how, well, how I, did, was... I did throughout the years suffer from some from pretty severe depression. Um, was that all? Often, was that all coming from like seeing mom like that? Like, was was she drink on a daily basis? And I mean, like how? I mean, if you don't mind, I mean, I don't know how far you want to go with it, but like, you know, was it? Was it pretty rough, like seeing her do these different things, and how did, how often would she do these things as well, like as y'all were, as you were growing? 
Okay. Okay, so, well, um, my mom uh, has bipolar, um, manic depression. She has some other things, too. And when I was a young child, she was, like I said, self-medicating through drugs and alcohol. But what I learned in my 30s is that um, every time things got kind of hard, she would send me to an aunt or she would send me to my dad or she would send me somewhere, you know, because she couldn't really handle life. She couldn't really, um, she couldn't function really well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, Do you think and she was trying? Do you think she was trying to figure out life or she was just like at a settle at a set where she wanted to be at and what she was doing was making her okay every day? Yeah, would you take that like, would you Would you ever take it like you were doing something wrong so she's handing me over or you just, you caught on to like, okay, she can't really function and I know why I she's driving I always to be that. pretty intuitive. Um, I, yeah, I was always pretty intuitive. Yeah. Um, there there was a, quite a bit of time where I, why doesn't she like me? You know, like, mm -hmm. what did I do? Um, you know, and the disappointment, you know, sometimes, um, like, it, it, I remember... And it's so silly, but I remember this one specific school play that she was like, I'm going to come pick you up, and we're going to go to the play, and it's going to be this and that, and she didn't come and mm. pick me up from the babysitter, so I didn't have the clothes that I needed, I didn't have the stuff I needed to go to the play, and I had to miss my big part, and so you missed I remember that was devastating, you know? Yeah, you missed everything. You missed the event and the whole the excitement of her picking you up as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I learned a lot about what I didn't want to be. Yeah. And um, so it's always been important to me to try to, and, you know, I try not to overboard and, and give my kids everything. But at the same time, like, I understand that my kids are only small ones. And so I want to fulfill their almost every desire, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I've also learned that with her kind of sending me here and there, I was able to adapt to change. I went to 13 elementary schools wow. uh, before I came to Central Texas to live with my dad. And um, so, uh, I mean, change is what I knew. And a lot of people can't cope with change. And as an adult, yeah. um, if you can't uh, cope with it, then it can de definitely be detrimental if you lose a job or, um, you know, something in your life changes. Um, so I feel like I was kind of gifted with that opportunity um, to accept change. Yeah, and not, not many uh, people can accept change. Like you said, not many people, a lot of people actually cannot accept change. That's one thing... Um, Man, I was talking to this guy one time, and he was telling me how um, he studies people's brains and stuff. I ran into him, and we were he was telling me all this stuff, but the one thing that he told me that people, uh, number one thing that people dislike is change. They don't like change. That's why it's really hard for people to break up. That's why it's people to, you know, not appreciate change in their workplace, and then they start hating their work, and they just don't like it. Cause, and those type of people are the, are, and, and it's sad to say, but they're average they're average people because they never think out of the box. They don't. Um, they don't want to make their changes. They like comfortability. Oh, I can't say it. Comfortability to a point to where they don't have to change anything. They like their set. They want to clock in at eight, leave at nine, and make sure that they do the same job every day. Like that's the type of people that those average people. But when you accept that change, that's when you know you can be somebody different and accept so much more other than just a small change. So um, that's pretty cool, especially something to grab on. All right. So 
yeah, I've been able to adapt to change really well, and I think that's something that I was gifted with, as you know, in my early years. Um, but that's kind of what's helped me grow and grow and grow. Um, well, a few years ago, I was about 50 pounds overweight. Mm. I was working at a call center, and I had hit a pretty, pretty big-time depression. And I knew that I had to make a change. Um, I knew that my kids deserved a better mom. Like, I was tired and uh, unmotivated, and I would rather sleep than go anywhere. I mean, it was, I was really hitting a very, very low point in my life. And I had, I started looking for a way to change. Like, yeah. I needed to, I reached out. I was looking for something to, you know, to, to fix my problem. What did you, at that time, like, thinking about that, like, what were the couple things that you were thinking about? Was it, like, getting a personal trainer, getting a life coach, um, going on like, a diet? Like, what was, what was going through your head at that moment? You know, I knew I needed to lose weight because my confidence was down because yeah. I was overweight. Okay. And I've never been a super small girl, you know, I'm not, I'm not a supermodel or, you know, I've always been a, a thick, thicker girl, you know, um, but never overly thick. And this time I was overly thick. So I was like, no, can't do it. Um, so actually, I started watching this crazy lady post on Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a status called Singular. And... When I talked to her about it, it was all fun and good, but it was really expensive. And I was like, holy crap, but I've got to make this change. So I did something I, I wouldn't normally. Oh, what happened there? Oh, okay, so we're going to take a quick break real quick. And it uh, looks like Amber kind of cut out there, so um, give me just one second. We're going to go through. No, she died on me, guys. So, but before we jump back on Amber, we might have to end this depending on how it goes and have to bring in the second part, but I'm going to cut it from here, try to bring her back. There you go. Okay, so it turns out that I lost, um, in my eight-day period, I lost mm. ten and a half pounds and numerous inches, and I mean, people, it, it was an extremely noticeable difference. People were like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? And so, um... <laughs> I was really, you know, I was really high on life. I was high on this product, and it was awesome. Well, I went on to lose almost 20 pounds my very first month, and that was in December. Um, and I went on to lose um, 40 pounds with wow. this product. And um, I gained my myself, my true self back, you know, like I'm the mom that I want to be. I have the energy. Um, got my kids a season pass to Schlitterbahn, and yeah. we just rocked it the whole summer. It was just super yeah. awesome. It felt great to gain that confidence back to be able to do all those things. And there's people that, and I'm not, I mean, I, I there's people I've seen that, like, get to a certain point where um, they get lazy because they're they're, you know, too overweight or things like that. And they don't do anything with their kids, and then their kids, you know... It's like a cycle. Then they end up getting lazy, and they don't want to do anything. You know, it's a it's a, it's a cycle, and it's kind of it's very. Um, you want to talk about you know, people being on drugs and being an addict towards drugs. It's the the type of foods that we eat that can be bad for us. That's almost an addiction itself. It is an addiction, and uh, that's how they get that way. And it's it's kind of that's cool to hear that you know that's what got you going and you got you lifting and going to Slitterbond. You got to love that. <laughs> Right. Uh, food is an addiction. I'll be the first to admit that I, I am a food addict. And um, while most people don't associate that with, you know, drugs or alcohol, it's right up there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, if I have a bad day, food makes me feel happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to Yeah, for <laughs> you sure. You know, so food is my drug and it sucks, you know, because... We, we do a point two where, we do a point two where it's like, it's... Uh, it's somebody's birthday or you want to go celebrate for something, then what's the first thing you think about? Where are we going to go okay. eat? Yeah, where are we going to go eat? Where are we going to go chow down? And, you know, it has that continuance there, too. So it's pretty cool. 
but yeah. <laughs> that we all are. Um, I, I felt like I needed, like, I owed it to myself to find out, you know. Um, and so I did. And, you know, it wasn't for me. Um, but I will be the first to admit that I learned a ton of information. I learned so many things that I would not have known um, had I not done it. And so mm. for that, I'm extremely excited that I, I made the decision that I did. Um I'm also excited that it led me to what I actually do now. Yeah. So um, that's that's super cool. Um, so I did start a new career with New York Life, which yeah. is absolutely amazing because I had um, I've always kind of had a thing for for insurance. I got my general line back in my early twenties. Oh, okay. Um, so you were almost prepared for this already. So you were like almost prepared for this kind of already? Like you had that that type of, what is that, a license? Yes, you do have to get a license, but there's no better way to prepare for something than to fail miserably first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that is what I did in my early 20s. I uh, I failed miserably in the insurance business. Um, gosh, if you can say falling flat on your face, mm-hmm. you know, it's something. You're definitely reading my mind on that it. one. Yeah, you were reading my mind, and I was like, did you fall flat on your face and uh, had to, you know, figure it out, like, shake the cobwebs off, all that good stuff? Yes, yes, like, it was bad. Like, I had to leave my apartment, I had to move back home to my parents, like, it was, it was a horrible thing, but I learned so much, you know, yeah. and that's what a lot of people don't understand, you know, when people fail at things in life, um, they oftentimes see it as a failure. And go. So that's that's what people need to understand is failure is not always a bad thing. You know, um, failure can be a hard lesson learned, but people grow during times of failure. Mm-hmm. People change during times of failure, whether it be a marriage, a job, um, you know, something that's happened in life. Um, but that's how you grow, you know. Um, you don't grow by being comfortable, um, by doing your every day-to-day activity. You have to step outside your comfort zone, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I I appreciate all the things that I was not successful at because it helped me learn um, a different side of things. So um, that's what, and, and I strongly believe that me failing early on and going through all the experiences that I did is what has helped me uh, become the person that I am today and um, where my my career with New York Life will continue to be extremely successful. Um, it's an amazing company that's been around for over 170 years. Um, they're a mutual company, so they're owned by their policy owner or policy holders, and. Um, so they get the benefit, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an amazing company, beautiful people that we work with, and um, it is so awesome. It's really, really good place to be. I know a couple guys that um, that work there, and I um, work with the company at least locally here in New Braunfels. You know, um, you know Jerry, and um, I know Rob. I just joined, I believe, as well, and. Uh, uh, you know, and then like I said, Orlando as well. So it's, and I see that people are growing off of it, which I've heard it's a very great company as well. And um, you know, I know we'll be talking about that more soon in New York Live. But uh, so, would did that lead to this event that you're 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 doing this Sunday? It did actually. So um, I, being in a in a nine to five job per se. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get, you know, um, it's 
easy to be monotonous, you know. Okay, let me work from Monday through Friday, my 9 to 5. Let me do, you know, you get very routine. Plus, you still whenever, got your, plus you still got to be mom as well. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. So, in my mind, it's a little bit harder to grow when you're on a set schedule. For sure. Um, but having such amazing flexibility with New York life, um, you, you have to bust your butt, you know, mm -hmm. you, if you're not out making it happen, it doesn't happen. Um, but at the same time, like it's given me the, uh, the courage and the, um, the freedom, uh, time management skills, like just so many things to, um, put on this event. So I, um, Going back to what I was saying about turning 33, I really accepted this motto of this is me at 33. And I learned a lot about myself that year. Yeah. And um, as I grew, I just started feeling like a, a whole, like a whole real person. And I didn't realize how lost I had been all these years from a child to teenager to a, an adult and then even into my 30s you know and yeah. um, so I was I was at a meeting one day with this beautiful beautiful lady and we were talking just kind of bouncing our ideas off of each other and I promised you this idea hit me like a ton of bricks and I was like oh my gosh I want to hold it I want to do a seminar and um because I feel like I've come so far from being such an empty, lost individual into somebody who actually can look in the mirror and love themselves, like yeah. that's a long way. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and it's so like, I, it's almost to a point where like, um, like it, you hear it a lot when you're younger, like, well, look, as you get older, the older you get, the wiser you get and things like that. But um, it's almost like you, it, it starts opening up a bigger picture for you. And these people kept telling you, it's like people will keep telling you, you know, as you're, uh, you need to keep learning anything that you go through in life, you know, like learn off of every single thing. And I would sit back and I'd be like, yeah, cause I would hear from the wrong people. Cause then you look at them and they're like, well, what are they learning? They're not really doing much. But then I started hearing it from other people. My grandfather was a big part of who I am, and he would always tell me that, like, keep your eyes open, watch what's going on around you, and that's where, who are, where I've been. Um, I've always learned from everybody else's mistakes in some ways, but, yeah, it's just like you got to keep your eyes open, and you get older, and you're like, oh, that's why we should have done that. Oh, that's why I should have done that, too, you know, but you live and learn, and, and, and you just got to really be glad that you catch on to it when you do, no matter what. Absolutely, and it's so funny because, you know, as you get older, and, and I can say this now, I'm in my mid-30s, and, and I have so much to learn and so much life to to grow into and, and so forth, but um, you learn a lot, and, and the people who tried to tell you back in the day, they knew what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I do recommend, you know, when somebody tries to tell you something, it's probably for your benefit. Yeah, and all you youngsters that are listening to this, um, <laughs> you know, anybody that's under 20 or shit, even under 25, like, I was hard-headed. Like, I was so hard-headed. But just like you said, like, I'm, I'm trying to cut you out too, but like, you, 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 that, it just clicks. I mean, I just, one day I remember just clicking, like, oh, dang, um, I think I could run that wrestling company that that dude's running away from. Oh, snap. Yeah. You know, like my last podcast, you know, I was like, man, I think we can really do something with this basketball thing, you know, and now I'm like, mm, I think I can do something with this podcast thing. <laughs> but anyway, it just kind of <laughs> just hits you. It definitely hits you and, and um, definitely follow your thoughts. That's what more entrepreneurs are doing nowadays, and that's where they're successful. <clears throat> so, but, um, so, yeah, going back to the event, where are you holding the event at? Silver Spoon, which is a brand new place. 
um, over at Texas Ski Ranch, okay. um, right off of 35 between New Braunfels and San Marcos. Okay. Also to New Braunfels. Um, but it's going to be this Sunday at 1 o'clock. It's going to be from 1 to 3. I'm going to have a few guest speakers and a couple of, uh, of other guests as well. Um, and it's going to be a really good time. Like, oh my gosh. Um, but the crazy part about all of that is when I was brainstorming and, and talking to um, this amazing lady, I didn't really know what to expect, but I knew that if there was a need, you know, out mm -hmm. of 10 women, I just wanted to try to touch one person yeah, for sure. um, and help them feel worthy and confident and love herself. And um, this has grown substantially. And um, I am beyond excited. I know that God has been working in my life, and um, it's, it's definitely grown. Um, so the, the event's free, um, but we highly encouraged everybody to reserve a seat okay. uh, through Eventbrite. And my understanding is you offered 75 seats. Now, how many seats do you have left? Five. You have five <laughs> seats left. <laughs> so you're, oh my God, that's awesome! So first event yeah. at Silver Spoon for this type of event, and you have seven, and there's only five left, which they're gonna get taken now, because even if just five people listen to this, and I think as much shares as we're gonna get, more people are gonna want to go. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. That's great. That's a great accomplishment to to have right there for your first one. That's for sure. Definitely. So what I was thinking of about, you know, ten to twenty women, you know, let's sit down in a room, let's have feel-good time, you know, it'll be fun. Um, no, actually, it's growing exponentially. Um, like I said, I really, my goal was to reach one person out of ten. Yeah. Um, we started at 30 seats, and that filled up, and then we went to 50 seats, and that filled up, and we moved it to 75, and, and we're almost full. Um, but I don't want it to get... I, and that's where I kind of want to yeah. cap it at this point because I do still want it to feel intimate and uh, powerful. Yeah, and that's and where I it's... don't want it to get lost in transition. So at this event, Amber, um, out of the 70 that already, the lucky ones, um, I'm sure they're thinking right now, I'm pretty sure they're excited about the event, but what are they going to experience? What What are they going to get out of this event? And what is y'all's goal as running this event, what is y'all's goal to do that? I know you said the one out of 10 would be great, but you got 70 people coming. Um, what are those things that we want to get out of this event? Um, well, my biggest goal is for women to look in the mirror and know that she's worthy. Mm -hmm. Know that she's powerful and that this world wouldn't be the way it is without her. That's awesome. And that she means something. Yeah. You know, um, we as women are so hard on ourselves. We're so critical with our weight and our hair and, you know, who we are as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as, a, as just a person in the community or in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And um, we're extremely hard on ourselves, probably harder on ourselves than what we need to be. And um, I want people to understand that it's okay to make mistakes. And that we've all had a rough time. Like, we've all been through crap through the past. We've all come from different backgrounds and problems. But it doesn't matter about that. All that matters is that you have the power to change it. And yeah. you are in control of your thoughts and situations. And um, I really just want to empower women to embrace what they're capable of. And that's what people are going to get away from this seminar. That's awesome. So bringing them motivation and bringing them encouragement, getting them to see that person that you saw one day in the mirror that you knew uh, you can empower as well, and you're definitely going to be empowering on Sunday. Again, this is event will be at Fork and Spoon. I mean, I'm sorry, not Fork and Spoon. I'm Silver Spoon. Sorry, guys. Silver Spoon at TSR, Texas Ski Ranch, right there off of I-35. And uh, I believe you have to take the exit before Watson Lane on that one, too, if you go to TSR. Uh, but make sure you go, you can look that up. And, and, and I'm, I saw it on Facebook, uh, TSR, so you can look them up. But you can also, I'm sure, Google it. 
but um that is pretty awesome you know i saw that uh my buddy josh nieto was doing a comedy and dinner night i think he did that on wednesday night if i'm correct um so i say i take it silver spoon is something new that's kind of getting going um excited that you're getting in there you know uh you said you i know are you going to be shooting video like is it and then if you're not um how can we find out how can the people find out about the new like the next event or i know this is just the first one but are you just are y'all waiting for the see how this one goes and then create a second one or are y'all kind of ready on the move because you'll see the reaction well um <laughs> no, you should, and you should, you know, like, um, every event that I've done, whether it's wrestling, whether it's basketball, whether it's, you know, been the bully thing, the anti-bullying thing, um, we've, I've always gained something out of it, and one thing that people don't understand, like, you, you think that you're doing something great and big, or you're doing something small, or you're doing something bad, or you're going through a bad situation, no matter what it is, you should always grab something out of it and gain something and learn from it as well because that's what's going to make you a better person and get better. So, all right, well, that's great. I'm I'm excited. I mean, also, is there a name of the event? Like, did you name it something? Is there something specific that you named it? Yeah, it's called a, a Women's Empowerment okay. Seminar, but power is all capitalized because nice. we're powerful. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, all of the women that are presenting, because like I said, where I'm going to have some guest speakers, and there's going to be, um, I have poetry, I have yoga, I've got all kinds of things nice. um, that's going to be incorporated. But um, they're all entrepreneurs. We're all we all have um, self motivating careers, um, and that's 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 huge. You yeah, know, no, to help sure. support other women businesses and nothing against you guys because we we love y'all too but um, <laughs> sometimes being a woman of authority or um in the business world can can be a little bit challenging sure. um but only if you let it mm -hmm. so hey, i i work in an office full of women it's me it's me and another gentleman literally just in our division so i know exactly what you mean <laughs> I feel the, I feel the power all the way around. Speaking of that capitalized power, <clears throat> but um, no, that's awesome. That's good stuff. Uh, what I wanted to also see was, um, the what I also wanted to say was, it's cool to be around the same. You have to be around the same amount of the same people. You have to be around the people that are doing the same thing that you're doing. You know what I mean? And that's what I always preach on Facebook, that I always preach around my kids. Like, if there's a basketball kid out there that's working hard, you want to be around that kid. You know, I got a kid named Parker. I go, he's killing it. He's a third grader. And we were going to one of the basketball games, and all the kids wanted to stand next to him, sit next to him. It was crazy. But that's what it is. Like, if you can go back and think about you being like that when you were a kid, being around the cool kid or be around that, that wasn't always a great thing. But if you were to put yourself in a spot where... You can grow. That's what's good. So I think this is great for y'all women. 
Um, I know some of the guys might come at me like, bro, it's your first podcast and you're talking about, you know, women and eight. We got to empower. The whole point of me doing these podcasts is how people are going to make a factor, how they're changing lives. And Amber's doing that by taking uh, a chance at this. And, and I would, I remember running my first BBW show. I was scared as hell. I mean, I don't know how I drew them people that I got there. Just like, I'm sure Amber's like, whoa, this is working. This is, I'm sure in the back of her head, she's like, this is actually working. Or like, you know what I mean? Or in some way like, wow, this is working. One of those two is going on in there. Um, but either way, it's a blessing. I'm very happy for you, Amber. and glad that, um, like I said, it's cool. you always should be cool with people. It's always good to, to uh, always make sure you leave a mark in somebody's heart that comes in front of you because you never know where gonna, they're going to come back. And like I said, Amber, I felt like it was just like a winkitink, uh, or like a meant, you know, just a sign for us to get together with this. Because as motivational as I try to be and try to motivate people, I saw that in you, and and you know, I want you to be successful. I want you to, you know, take this further than you even think you can right now. I want you to go far with it, and I hope one day um, we can work together to create something like this for. Uh, both genders, <laughs> both let's get some yeah. men and women in there. Um, and you know what's really cool and things that I will put out there now because I've been doing it is I'm not married. I'm not looking into marriage right now, of course, because I don't have anybody. But I'm still listening to, you know, marriage seminars. I'm still listening to how to be a better husband. I'm I'm trying to figure out how, you know, how I can be a better man myself. And everybody should be looking at those things to better themselves. And it helps them out so much more in life and it makes them appreciate life a little bit more and push the negative and just bounce right off so amber i think yeah. um i think you're gonna do great at this i don't see anything uh, going wrong uh, i think as long as you get your mind to it and again like we said earlier you learn off of every single one that you do they're only going to get better and i know people will come into it uh, with a strong mindset and especially everybody that's going to be there but out of one suggestion because i can't be there because i know even if it's a women's one I would love to have been there for you and just to see how it all went down uh, to learn from it. Um, you know, I think you should Facebook it just out of, you know, if you ask me, just my opinion, because I think people need to start um, realizing that Facebook uh, could be used for something great. So, Amber, good luck. Um, we'll hear after and see how things went. All right. Thanks, Amber, again for coming on, and um, we will talk to you soon. We'll see how everything went. All right. Well, thank you so incredibly much for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Um, I find you very motivational myself. I oh, thank you. get a lot from you, and I've been following you for a while, and I appreciate all that you do. And uh, we'll absolutely have to do something together. I can't wait. Yeah, no, for sure. We'll definitely make it happen. And like I said, you know, um, when we were kind of just chit before, um, I've got people together now that listen to what we do and, you know, Dane Boyle, I need you to meet him. That guy's very inspirational and, uh, we can probably do some great things together, but we will be talking soon, Amber, and I'm gonna let you go. It's 1am in the morning. I think you need to get some sleep. You're a mom. <laughs> you gotta be up <laughs> earlier than me, I'm sure. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you again and y'all have a great night. Alright, you too, Amber. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, people, there you go. Uh, Amber brought us a great story, you know, having to uh, get through her her, um, her ups and downs in life and her mom going through uh, her demons and her um, actually accepting change pretty good. That's pretty awesome to uh, be able to do that. Like I said, not many people can accept change very well, even the smallest things like uh, the McDonald's McRib going away. <laughs> people can't even accept that nowadays, but it's crazy that um, people think certain ways, but all it is is a mindset. you got to change your mindset, be on a good part with your mindset. And um, I guarantee you, people, if you have that, there's nothing that will stop you. There's nothing right now that affects me because I feel like I can do anything that I want to with my mind because that's how strong I am with my heart as well and and everybody can do that find motivation find motivation but guys i'm going to give you my part um i had a very inspirational day today i went out to san antonio today with my cross lutheran team this is my last two weeks with these boys as a team we will never play again together 
Um, they're going, some of them are going to high school. So I have three out of 13 that are sticking around with me for next year. And uh, other than the fact that there hasn't been a full agreement to that of me coming back, but I will not, um, I'm not looking to leave. I really love this uh, school. I really love what we can do with it. And um, I know we can build, but guys, it was awesome. I went out there. We had a game um, at five o'clock today. And my gosh, I was going out there expecting to at least get the first win. Not saying that I have any doubts to these boys, but they just, um, it was, it's been hard throughout the season for them to click. And lately it's been looking good here and there, but guys, they brought it today. They brought it 100% that first game. Um, you know, the Hello Trouble first half, which they usually do, but man, that second half they came back. Uh, they started taking care of the ball a little bit more, scoring. Uh, and we ended up getting a little lead, and uh, we ended up come. They ended up coming back on us, uh, but one of our guys hit a free throw and got us up by one. And we played good defense. We took care of the ball, and we won by one point. Um, it was a great game, though. Then we go into the next game, which was at eight o'clock. Um, we were ranked seventh going into this tournament, and they were the team that we were playing was first. And we went in. The game was great. The boys kind of started exploding. I started seeing, I'm going to kind of give my highlight this week to Marshall, man. Marshall came out to that game, and he was playing strong defense on that point guard in the second half. I kind of saw that Marshall was kind of bringing it, and he brought it out a couple weeks ago, and, man, did he bring it out, and he did some good work, played strong defense, created a lot of turnovers to a point to where we're up by six. Uh, we ended up playing good, more uh, stronger defense in the fourth, bringing our lead up to almost 12 points. It was at 12 at one point in which we won the game by eight points, and these boys were so excited and so happy. I'm so proud of them. Um, it's good to see my uh, work coming as a coaching with me and Coach Mayo coming together and um, bringing it to these boys, and they're, changed. they're a changed team. They're working hard, and we're going in 2-0 starting Saturday. Uh, Saturday we can go up to three games up to the championship. Uh, that's our goal. We'll, that's always been the goal is to go out there and win some championships, and we're going to go and do that. So... Pretty cool, pretty excited, ready to do that. We talked about BBW earlier before we were or when we were Amber. And guys, um, you know, one thing that I want you to understand is you got to keep working for what you want and what you're going to want in life. Uh, we started, uh, Amber was talking about losing weight. Uh, my last segment tonight is going to be, um, what is it you're doing for yourself? Like, you know, what are we, uh, for y'all that have to lose some weight? Like, what are you doing to do that? Are you, because at the end of the day, it might just not need to lose weight just for you. It might be for somebody else. And that somebody else can be, um, you know, as little as your child, um, as much as your an elderly, um, you know, grandparent, your parents. You know, just you got to understand that um, losing weight can not only be for yourself. People might be counting on you. People might be counting on you to pay bills. People might be counting on you for you to be there for their lives. People might be counting on you to run a company, you know, that, you know, people depending on you to have a healthy living so you can continue to run the company great. You know, a lot of people, again, get comfortable with life and um, they forget to realize that their own health is important. And that's where I had gotten. And um, now I'm actually worrying about my health a little bit more. Um, I started meal prepping a little bit more. Um, I actually started hitting the gym a little bit more. And I've been working out here and there with the boys of basketball. So I always felt like I was good, but... And I've been up and down, fluctuating weight, but uh, I always made sure that I was always some type of way working out. So, guys, I want to get serious this more this uh, this year. Um, I'm actually doing a 5K on March 3rd with MBU with the uh, Kinder Shoot. Um, if you ever get a chance, go on MBU uh, MBUTexas.com. Look under the Kinder Shoot. That event's going on March 3rd. You can sign up your kiddos for the event before. Come and run a 5K. Walk the 5K. Uh, it's go the all the money goes towards the kids that can't afford shoes, so it's a great cause. Um, but other than that, your boy's coming back and he's wrestling. I got to get back in shape. I'm in basketball shape, which is good for wrestling because it's quick stop, cure and go, which is something I've been really good and been able to do with. My knees have been really good over the years too, compared to that they were before because I was so overweight, trying to move like a big, like a fast kid, and I wasn't no more. And now I've dropped some weight um, since, and I've been I feel a little bit more comfortable. I'm ready to get at it. Uh, just need to get back in that ring, dust a little of uh, the cobwebs off. But again, it's going back to the health people. Your health might not just depend on just you. Other people might be depending on you, and you may not just have to lose weight for yourself, but for the people around you. People want you here for a good amount of years, you know. So 
do what you can to, to find a way to better yourself in health. Find a trainer. Go to the gym. Start small. I'm starting small. I'm not saying I'm on a diet. I'm just eating better. I'm just trying my best to eat better. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make better decisions. Don't eat so much bread. That's where I'm at. I don't want to eat too much bread right now. I'm trying my best not to. And uh, that's where I'm going to start off small. You know, I'm going to go from there and try to build from there. So small things that helps build to the big things. So, guys, make sure you keep working on your goals. Make sure you keep doing your thing. Um, stay motivated. Remember, your daily goals become your weekly goals. And your weekly goals become your monthly. And the next thing you know, it's a yearly goal, people. And you need to make sure that you're hitting those goals. My, my, uh, my goal this week was to take Cross Lutheran and get some W's. Stay focused. Um, get as much work as I can done for my hoopsters, which we go and compete on Sunday, uh, three on three tournament. So people, um, let's get it started in here. <laughs> get it going, people. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Um, thank you if you're following me on Facebook. Uh, check me out on Instagram at jrock uh, 830nb. Uh, check me out on there uh, if you know who Mr. A3O is. Uh, last weekend we had a pretty fun night out. And um, we recorded a little 10-second video, and we're partying, getting down, and the boy was asleep. He was asleep. My goodness, we can't take him nowhere. He's sleeping like a baby. He's a homebody. He ain't used to going nowhere. But anyway, people, guys, do something great. Do something good for yourself. Do something that you will be afraid to do when you finally do it. That's what you need to be doing, people, because remember... You don't get today back, so remember, do something nice for somebody, and remember, our tomorrows are never promised. Your boy J-Rock is out. Make sure you follow and subscribe to your J-Rock and the podcast, because we be doing everything. Don't forget to dab on those jabronis, people. We will check it later. See you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody.